Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age podcast. This is your host, C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age, and I am speaking to you today from Yosemite Valley. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood. I'm the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project. I'm coming to you from Harlem. It's a beautiful, sunny day. I'm full of anxiety. Aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe not full, but but like getting there. Um, <laughs> Oh, maybe, maybe the anxiety is lessening. Anyway, I'm Seth Rodney. I am the opinions editor at the Hyperallergic Arts blog and newly installed board member of the International Arts Critic Association, ICA USA. Congratulations. And I'm coming to you. Thank you. And I'm coming to you from Newburgh. Awesome. Um, This is to remind our listeners that we practice a form of what we like to call intellectual intimacy, which is giving each other the space and time to figure out things out loud and together. And before we get into today's topic, I want to make a a quick uh, thank you, a shout out to one of our listeners who um, pointed out that our podcast wasn't showing up on uh, the Apple podcast feed. That should be fixed now as we switched to a new host, um, Podbean, and that got disconnected or wasn't set up properly. Um, so, you know, the other thing I wanted to, to remark on is, you know, it's come up in conversation a couple of times uh, in this past week that, you know, we practice a form of kind of civility. And early on, uh, I had listeners that were concerned it might be boring because, you know, we weren't arguing enough or weren't disagreeing enough. <laughs> and how refreshing it is now that that is not the case. Uh, because of just the madness mm. in the world. And I, I wanted to say that that's always been the intent and that's something we cultivate. And we do, we definitely do not agree on things. I mean, Seth and I were disagreeing before we started the podcast on the COVID stuff. You know, we're on, we're, mm-hmm. we're pretty, I wouldn't say we're not diametrically opposed, but we, we are on uh, opposite sides of, of our assessment of that situation. And, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, that's, that's completely okay. Um, that doesn't mean we can't have a, a great conversation. It doesn't mean I don't take things that, you know, Seth says and like kind of think about that, like, oh, okay, you know, that, that is a, a valid point. So I'm sure, you know, not to speak for him, but I, I, I'm not, I'm sure I know the same is true of Seth. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, we are going to continue our conversation on sl- slut shaming, but before we do that, we are going to have an episode on the election, the giant, 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 crazy, mad elephant in the room. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, you know, as we are talking, so we record on Friday, we, we put the podcast out on Monday. Uh, when I woke up this morning on Pacific Standard Time, so seven o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock for, them on the east coast east coast um philadelphia and arizona had both uh, the vote counts had come in um uh, and biden has pulled ahead in both of those states so as mm-hmm. was projected by a number of analysts so mm-hmm. um yeah but yeah i mean i talked a lot to, to to get us to get the setup so i'd like to just kind of hand it over to Stephen and stuff to to weigh in where are you guys at how are you guys feeling what are you guys thinking mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Seth. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure why I'm not as anxious as a lot of people around me. When I say a lot of people around me, I mean people in my social network. So mm-hmm. the people I connect mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. via Twitter, via Facebook. Um, and, to, and, and to, yes, and also people I connect with a slack at work at hypoallergic mm-hmm. um and yeah and even a couple of yale people reached out um sort of uh with, with stuff around the election um information i should say not stuff mm-hmm. um i posted something on facebook on 
when was it, election night, saying that I was not going to watch the returns. I was mm-hmm. not going to stay up all night. I was not going to like... I basically said, I'm not going to be on that roller coaster. I'm going to go to the mm-hmm. gym, which is what I did. In fact, I had a conversation with Stephen, who had called me like maybe half an hour, 45 minutes yeah. before I left left mm-hmm. my house. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a really, really fun conversation we had with Mingus and his, and uh, with uh, our friend Mingus and Melee. Melee. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really fun conversation. But I told them, as I'm telling our listeners now, that I had determined that I was just going to go to the gym, have a workout, come home. Wash my hair, which um, and shower, which always makes me feel good, and cook mm-hmm, myself dinner, mm-hmm. and and that was going to be my night. And the subsequent day, you know, things were up and down. Did Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, oh my God, Pennsylvania, <gasps> Florida went down the tubes as we would expect Florida to do. Um, like <laughs> you know, every, blue, all, just a little blue. Uh, there. The, yeah. the, man, blue. Florida, all crazy shit happens in Florida, right? Like uh, <laughs> if. if, if um, but whatever. So we went through the day and, and at, at work, people were talking about how difficult it was to sort of make themselves get, you know, focus on work. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I'm just kind of detached this time. I think okay. maybe because I have this kind of core hopefulness, maybe. I just feel like, Mm-hmm. I, I just feel I don't feel like I'm uh, doing the, the whole sine wave thing um, mm-hmm. of peaks and troughs. I am just gonna kind of wait. And yesterday I I went into the city to look at art. And I spent all day doing that, and I really didn't spend much of it thinking about the election at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. maybe I'm just in a place where um, I just kind of before the before it all started, I think I kind of made peace with myself about it. Okay. So I'm glad I let Seth go first. That way I could cheat off his paper. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just let's see what he wrote down first. Um, So I was in a really, really good mood the the day before the election and the day of the election Mm -hmm. because I decided I wasn't going to follow anything and I was just going to post fun stuff on my Facebook and I was just going to try to take a long view and start thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, other things and just occupy my mind. I have enough work to do mm-hmm. and I have enough work to do that I'm not doing. So I focused on that and I remember taking a, um, I had some weed candy, which was awesome because it set the tone. <laughs> it's just like this weed candy. It is so good. It, what it is, what it did for my personality was to just level out. So just like, mm. hmm, okay, mm. plants, Trump, okay, things all right in the world. Things are going to be fine regardless if they're going to be fine or not, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. took that into it. But then I found myself not sleeping into the next day. I was off and on, and I would look at my phone. I'm like, no, I'm not going to check the results. I'm not going to check the results. Oh, I'm going to check the results. <laughs> so then the following day, I felt with the up and down with who, you know, this you know this particular state reporting this particular state going blue or pinkish mm-hmm. or whatever i um i was like you know i want to look at the stuff that's good so let's look at the native americans record number of native americans elected mm. to congress let's in, in new mexico yeah yeah and let's look at some of the things that you know people that i guess the two black gay men have been elected to mm-hmm. You know, in New York City, Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, it looks like there hasn't been a lot of demonstrations or people fighting or any of that. So Mm -hmm. I love that. I just started thinking of those things. And that felt good to me. That felt really Mm -hmm. good to me. Mm -hmm. And then last night was another night where I just felt like 
I felt more anxiety than I've felt, I think, the entire three days. Mm. So, and I was just like, let me just find, let me, you know, journal, whatever. I'm thinking out, and today I'll probably take a bike ride and then just get into the work because I feel like I can't, it's hard for me to constantly be on the internet looking at results. 264, 254, 214. Okay, yeah, so yeah. depending on where you're, you know, CNN, New York Times, The Guardian. So I'm just going to treat myself really nicely today and treat other people nicely, which is what I've been doing for the last couple of days with a little mm-hmm. bit more thought because mm-hmm. I do need to distract myself. I like ha- being, dis- you know, um, sort of detached in a way mm-hmm. from the national conversation because I have friends who, for the most part, closer orbits feel somewhat like I do. We're like, mm-hmm. whatever happens, we're just going to deal with it. You know, we have right. less evil. Por- what did you say, Seth? You said we have a less set of evil people maybe inching towards the office. I've stolen that a few <laughs> times to tell people. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. That's pretty fun. Yeah, we were on the phone yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen called me when I was um, in the city. And I said, you know, we have a, we have basically have a choice between um, well, you know, not exactly the good guys, but the guys <laughs> who are like less evil than the other guys. Um, and, and I, and I'm, and I was saying that really kind of, I was saying that facetiously. Like, I of actually course, do of think course. that Joe Biden is a decent person. I absolutely do. And I do absolutely, mm-hmm. and I think that Kamala Harris is a very decent person. And I actually think that if we do make it in, um, if the Democrats do win, that what, the sort of structure of that administration will look like mm-hmm. is very is uh, almost is diametrically different from what from the previous oh, absolutely. one. I mean, when yeah. you talk about what the Secretary of State Pomp- what Pompeo has done, um, just just ridiculous, and 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 the ways that they have um, people like Pompeo and and the rest of the of it of that ilk have mm-hmm. pampered and privileged. Um, mm-hmm. the worst instincts of yeah. Trump and yeah, his yeah. followers. I mean, getting, um, um, removing troops from, um, from, um, I forget where it was. The Kurdish area. Yeah, yeah the Kurdish area. Allow, area. Yeah. And allowing Turkey to invade and, and, and kill yeah. the Kurds simply because, I mean, from what we can tell, from what I can tell, because Trump has investments in Turkey is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. allowing a, an, an American resident, um, Khashoggi, to be murdered by a regime and then basically yeah. getting in bed with that regime, glad handing them because you have um, financial concerns with that. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. like, it's so uh, evil that whatever um, the sort of limitations um, the Biden administration have, they're not going to be that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so my analogy uh, would be something and that just, you know, from this conversation would be, you know, it's the difference between a decent set of people riding a rapacious dragon than a set of selfish, indifferent people mm. riding a rapacious dragon. The rapacious mm. dragon being the U.S., mm. you know, of sort course. of mm. system in history and the world system in history, which is occupied by people who will take everything that they can get. And mm. no, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris and 
whomever, Barack Obama, riding that rapacious dragon are not going to be benevolent angels, right. but they are certainly going mm-hmm. to do far less damage and mm-hmm. and and maybe some good here and there when they can get the dragon <laughs> to stop eating people, you know? Yep. I mean, yep. that's... Mm. That's sort of just where we are with the size and scale of the world that we live in. And, you know, I I am feeling, you know, I went to bed on the third feeling Mm -hmm. like Biden was going to win. Oh, oh, good. um, Good. Because it just seemed like all of the trend lines um, and and we're just heading in in that direction. Uh, You know, of course, I, of course, I'm. I, I well you you I don't know that you either one of you felt this way but of course I had the fantasy going into the election like of a blue wave and and mm. and not because not because I am mm. reflexively um uh follow democratic policies but just because of the mm-hmm. repudiation of Trump of course that didn't happen and you know and I had to let that process for a little bit but mm-hmm. um you know things have always been this close in American history always Precisely. it's 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 mm. it's all it's not every, like a 60% a 65% a 70% election it, it that's just not a real thing you know the mm. country has always like like human beings you know mm. it fights its worst impulses and loses mm. sometimes and mm-hmm. sometimes inches across to you know to a better outcome so um mm. i think I, I have to say that like you know when i look at trump like he looked in that and that's um that uh, news conference yesterday he looks shrunken to me like he looks, mm-hmm. you know, like if you were watching a Shakespearean actor play Lear and like how he just sort of <laughs> shrinks mm-hmm. over the course of the play. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, he it, he feels like a mad king to me that that right. like mm-hmm. w- the, the country is sort of waking up to mm-hmm. that realization. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we talk about that blue wave for a second? That that yeah, that yeah. fantasy of one? Because I never, mm. I didn't occur to me that there would be a blue wave, and mm. when you said you 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 were th- you're processing, you know, what really happened or what's happening, I thought about it, and I hadn't really given it much blue wave thought. I thought that there was an interesting surge of voters, an interesting mm. um, way that some people were talking about the election. You know, I think I was reading more commentary or listening to people talk a little bit more in thoughtfully about the election rather than we just want to get them out. You know, they were thinking about, well, this is just the beginning because there's a lot of damage <laughs> to to contend with or things that could possibly be re- reversed, but not really, you know, like circuit judges, but things that they were looking forward to or maybe even abolishing the electoral college. So I saw some really good, thoughtful commentary, but I didn't, the blue wave thing, um, I know people were saying it was almost like somebody in a stadium over way down the way from me going, do it, come on, come on. And I'm kind of going, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> and then by the time it gets to me, I'm the one who didn't wait or do the wave. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is happening. You know, but it didn't happen, you know. Um, and so, yeah, Seth, did you feel that way? That there was a blue wave? No, uh, but I did. But I coming? did. <laughs> but not necessarily. I was hoping that there would be. I just was hoping. Okay. Frankly, my my deepest hope, and maybe because I, I, I wasn't convinced that this was going to come true, but my deepest hope was that we would be able to flip the Senate. In fact, of course, um, yeah. last mm-hmm. week, I gave more money 
mm-hmm. than I've ever given in uh, a, po- a political um, what's the word season. Um, um, I think yeah, this I think this this season I've given more money than I've ever given, and it wasn't like I gave thousands of dollars because I don't. Really I understand, but just yeah, but yeah, but yeah, for me it was like yeah. significant, absolutely, and yeah. I gave to a bunch of different races that I thought were close. So like Gideon in Maine, I gave. To, I think I gave to her. I de- definitely gave to um, Jamie Harrison, who was running against um, 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 not Lindsey Graham. Um, um, you know, South Carolina. South, South, uh, South Carolina. Graham. Thank you. Was it Lindsey Graham? Graham? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And a, a bunch of other races. Um, yeah. I, I, I gave through Act Blue. Um, it was, mm-hmm. I, it just more than anything else, and I don't regret giving the money at all, mm-hmm. despite mm-hmm. these candidates not winning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For me, it was a way of, of being in the fight. Like, there's not a yeah. lot. I could yeah. do in terms of giving my time to like phone bank or whatever. Like I've, I've, I, mm-hmm. other people suggested that I do that. I just don't, I just don't have the time or the bandwidth to do it. I, I right. just don't, but I can be invested in a, in a material way in mm-hmm. these folks, uh, aspirations and their work. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while we're talking about that, about aspirations and, and labor, uh, we, uh, I was on a Zoom call last night with a bunch of friends from the art scene, and we were talking about Stacey Abrams. Um, mm-hmm. Stacey, Stacey, am I getting her? Stacey Abrams, yeah. Abrams, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the kind of network, apparently, that she built in the wake of losing to Kemp in the last mm-hmm. governor election in Georgia, and mm-hmm. how that's really helped uh, uh, Biden's chances in, in the state. Mm-hmm. So there's a way in which... These aspirations don't necessarily need to die out, but they can change lanes and they can still be about getting progressive or somewhat progressive candidates um, elected and changing the state of the game Mm -hmm. uh, 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 nationally. Well, that's one of the reasons I prefer the metaphor of struggle versus war. You know, a struggle Mm -hmm. doesn't end. You know, right. a struggle isn't, mm-hmm. you know, the, the struggle continues. And that's someone right. like that Stacey Abrams and I think anyone that's probably had a career in politics understands. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. you don't ever like stand on the heap and say, you know, you, you don't get to do, I mean, you can, but, but history will, will knock you on your ass. I mean, mm-hmm. every time. And, and so I, I definitely, I believe that I buy that. I mean, that's, I, I, I probably, I was talking to someone a couple of days ago, ironically, or coincidentally, not ironically, about Stacey Abrams as well, and how mm-hmm. uh, you know she is probably responsible for the Biden campaign winning Georgia. And if she had mm-hmm. been picked as his running mate, I know we were we've had that conversation previously. Right. That, that probably mm-hmm. would have been a home run. But regardless, you know, she brought she probably you know we'll have to see at the end of the day, you know, knock on wood that. But she probably did bring it home for the Biden campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean you know, the. All of those those thousands of things that go on in the background, you know, Seth's donation, mm-hmm. every, you know, all that stuff is what is what made. The, I mean, this is a massive election, massive. Yeah. Ma- more more this people more people voted, voted. voted. for mm-hmm. for Biden than have voted for Obama. For Obama, and, mm-hmm. and you know, and and maybe that was about a repudiation of a candidate rather than enthusiasm for Biden. Who mm-hmm. can care? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. I don't care. That's fine. But I yeah. think it needs to be underscored that your position, Seth, regarding doing something where you are. 
Mm. Like a lot of folks think that mm. that being in the um, being in the streets is the one way or the only way in some ways, mm. right. or voting is the only way. And I'm like, no, there's mm-hmm. so many ways that you can develop and benefit your political imagination and then start from there you know right, whether right. educating yourself or just helping Absolutely. some person get to the voting booth or yes, i tried yes. to do the um to become a uh, what do you call it a poll worker yeah i know it sounds funny in the land of stripping it's like i'm coming to poll worker um <laughs> <laughs> i told my friends that and they were like what do you mean i was like yeah i'm going to be stripping at the voting place it'll be great right, you know right, right. but but they um i guess they were so backed up I never got past the unverified stage on the um, on the interface on on their website, and I was mm. like, I kind of want to follow up and ask them why. So I think I'm going to do that because that yeah, was one yeah. of the ways I was going to contribute, you know. So yeah, but no, I think it's where you are. Do with what you can. Educate folks when you can. Educate yourself, mm. and have that 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 a, a wider political imagination about what's possible in terms of change. So I, I like the word struggle better too because I just think war, like we, we're just inundated with. A particular kind of image and what war is, whether it's romantic or it's terrible, militaristic, yeah. yeah. And it's like it just clogs my pipes, and I need to, yeah. I need something better than this, you know, and more, yeah. um, some, a word or a, and an idea that's more fluid and a little bit more accurate, you know, around say civil rights or voting rights or yeah. transgender yeah. rights. It's it's struggle, <laughs> yeah. you know. Even yeah. though some people have said, you know, war is is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, and this is how they yeah. they kind of operate in the world in terms of yeah. battle. And I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think you know, sometimes you are at war. I mean, sometimes that is what happens. And um, and I, you know, if mm-hmm. you are, then you know, I I want to be on the winning side of that war. But but I do, you know, I, this election, given the amount of turnout, this is mm-hmm. clearly just where we are. I mean, this is this is America right now. I mean, the, you, the, Trump was in office for four years. I mean, even if mm-hmm. you're in an alternative news universe, even if you're watching Fox, even if you're watching OAN, there's no way that the things that he has done have not broken through in the ways that he's acted and his indecency um, and his mm-hmm. lack of empathy. There's just no way that those things haven't broken through for those people. And... And there, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Stephen wants to say, please, please. Jump <laughs> no, it's in. Go ahead. no, it's just a joke. I was like, yeah, and the New York Times columnists who were just surprised that things have gotten so bad. I'm like, oh, yeah. where do you live? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> when you I live? remember, I remember that, that video of the, um, is it the, 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 I forget it, but there's, it's, no, it's not the publisher. It was the, the editor in chief, um, Dean ba- Back, man. Backward? Think, you just, no, it's not back. Best the editor in chief at the New York Times when um, the results were coming in, in in the 2016 election and it was clear mm-hmm. that Trump was going to mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. He was gleeful. He was gleeful. He's uh, like, I haven't oh. seen this really. Oh, really? I yeah, haven't yeah. seen this. He's like, oh, he said, he's like, oh boy, here it goes. Here it starts now. Like gleeful, like at what uh, was going to happen. The stories? And, I mean, what the fuck was he gleeful I do, for? I, do, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm still mystified gross. by that. But it, thank you. I, that's exactly, that was exactly my response. I was like, what the fuck? You're gleeful that this, I mean, even then we knew that he was going to be the person that he ended up being, right? Mm-hmm. Like we right. knew that he was this carnival, yeah, bar- it. Car- mm-hmm. carnival barker, failed uh, businessman, lying, cheating, uh, 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 misogynist, Narcissist. racist, like, 
Mm-hmm. Guy that should be somewhere biting the heads off of chickens, you know? We knew <laughs> that. And, and yeah, he was gleeful. You know, the, the thing, one of the, th- I forget which analyst was uh, talking about this or where I read it because I was obviously just reading a ton the last few days around the election. But um, I guess mm-hmm. down-ballot Republicans outperformed the president by yeah. – uh, a significant margin in a number of yeah. states. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, and, and what, you know, the, the, the interpretation is that, you know, obviously you got a lot of Republicans voting for, for Biden and against Trump, but not a repudiation of conservative Republic. positions and certainly Precisely. not an embracing of, of, of the progressive of positions. So, Precisely. you know, it, we could, we should probably return to that at some point in the podcast, but, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, there's something we've talked around. We've, I mean, we've, we've specifically engaged it, but I, I, I do think that there is a real lack of generosity on progressives' part with the with the conservative worldview. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that conservatism has been um, at this point sort of unfairly associated with the number of things that we find repugnant in this country, and it is not necessarily those things. Um, and, and, and cause they're not going away. The conservative ideology has been here for hundreds of years, probably thousands. It's not going away. It's not going away. So if we want to successfully govern, we have to extend the possibility to the other side. Progressives have to extend the possibility to the other side that a conservative worldview taking out the loaded, you know, sort of isms, mm. um, like is, racism. Yeah, of course, right? and there's there's others, right? And 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 of course, that is now having that in our history is going to put conservatives sometimes on that side of the issue. But I do not, for a, like you know, to to sort of put it out there, I don't for a second think that because John Roberts is a conservative that makes him a racist. I don't think that just because Brett Kavanaugh is a conservative that makes him a racist. I don't think that just because. Uh, Bill Crystal is a conservative. That makes him a, a misogynist. I mean, we have to unload our firearms when it comes to dealing with good faith conservatives, because then we can't identify the good faith conservatives from the bad faith conservatives. It becomes much more difficult to parse the positions that we that we are opposed to. Um, so anyway, I mean, you know, it's it's probably a, a fuller conversation for another time, but it's a good it's a good conversation to have because I was thinking about the conservatives who actually look at themselves. Like, is it always about sort of appealing to the conservatives from the progressive side? I feel like it's obviously got to be a conversation in both ways. For because sure, then for sure. the very thing that thing that you said about you know us not tagging every white person or every um, progressive you know um, Republican a conservative as a racist is true absolutely, and I think that there I think there are more things that connect people than they think they do. It's just about the way we go about getting those things. Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, which is very simple to say, but I think yeah, because I was just looking at the Lincoln Project, an article called you know was a, a giant grift, and this is in the on the. Jacobin Magazine, so I can't mm. wait to read it, but it's like mm. the Lincoln Project said it would win over Republican voters from Donald Trump. Instead, Trump consolidated his base as the group burned $67 million that could have been better spent on real political organizing. So they're clearly not mm, in not favor fans. of the Lincoln Project. No. They're not fans. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, but I got to so parse this I, I, I want to I be cognizant of time um, mm. because... Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, this this is a one-off because we want to get back to our conversation on slut shaming. Because you know, mm-hmm. if we if we continue the conversation and, and we we break it for our second week, then you know we're gonna there's gonna be a, a ton of new news for the election. So right. yes, um, Seth, do you want to take? Do you want to have the final word on on the election or anything you want to say? And then you know, before we we say goodbye. Just that uh, I'm glad that we are all now in a position where we're not as anxious as we were mm-hmm. um, yeah. a few days ago. Yeah. And that, yeah. Uh, yeah, the struggle continues. Yeah. The struggle continues. Thank you very much for that, my friends. And I'll uh, talk to you next week. That was good. Bye.